Listener supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. This is the Midday Moments program. Hi, I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment in scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Thanks for having me on. We read Isaiah 53 through Jeremiah 2 during the last week. And early in our reading, we read about the future glory of Zion. Then later on in our reading, towards the end of Isaiah, we read about the glory of Zion. And also we read uh, throughout our reading this week, the invitation of the thirsty. We read about salvation of others and fasting. And then we also read sins, confession, and redemptions. That was within our reading this week. What would you like to highlight? Yeah, a lot of good stuff in this week's reading, Gary. What I'd like to highlight is where we see Jesus in all of this. Um, you mentioned a lot of great stuff. Uh, I think if our listeners wanted to memorize one portion of today's reading, this week's reading, um, what I would suggest is Isaiah chapter 53. So that's really where our reading picked up was with Isaiah 53. And we have this description of this suffering servant. And you can't help but read these verses and think ahead to Jesus. As Christians, as people who know the, the Old Testament, but also who are blessed to have the New Testament and know about Jesus' suffering and death and resurrection, we, we can't help but read these verses with Jesus in mind. And so he's that ultimate suffering servant who suffers on our behalf. So here's just a few verses from Isaiah chapter 53, uh, verses 4 through 6. It says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his stripes we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. And, you know, again, as people who know the, the New Testament, as we know Jesus' passion, we, we can't help but think of him, you know, the bearing of griefs and sorrows, a stricken and smitten and afflicted. We even have a hymn that, that uses that right. wording. Uh, wounded for our transgressions. With his stripes, we are healed. We think about Jesus uh, whipping and beating and the, the stripes on his back. Uh, and then, too, we've gone astray like sheep. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. You know, and you can read throughout the rest of that chapter, too. But again and again and again, we see this one who's suffering. And it's so clear that he's suffering on our behalf. Uh, that God has laid on him. The Father has laid on him our sins, our iniquities. He's bearing it all for us. Becoming that ultimate servant. Serving to the point of giving up his very own life on our behalf. So, yeah, beautiful chapter here, Gary. And, you know, for those who aren't uh, Christian, perhaps, uh, I'm thinking of, of, of Jewish people in particular uh, that have the Old Testament scriptures, the Hebrew scriptures, and they read this. You know, I pray that they might be able to see Jesus in these words, too, and that they can connect the dots and see that, yeah, this one who came, who suffered on our behalf, is Jesus Christ. Is the one that, that was promised. One fulfills it. Yeah, yeah, that this promise has been fulfilled by God. He fulfilled it in sending his only son, Jesus, to, to bear our sin, to bear our sorrows on the cross. Exactly, exactly. 
Uh, so Isaiah 53 is beautiful. Another one of my favorites is Isaiah 55. That was in today's reading too. But especially as, as a preacher, <laughs> I appreciate these words. Isaiah 55 uh, verses 10 and 11. It says, For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that for which I purpose, and it shall succeed in the very thing for which I sent it. So this cool comparison that you know, when the rain falls to the earth, it does stuff, right? Uh, it doesn't return empty, but yeah, things sprout, things grow. Uh, so also when God's word is proclaimed, it doesn't return empty, but it does something. It accomplishes God's will. And so I think for, for me as a pastor, as I preach and as I teach, uh, you know, certainly okay if you're a radio, as God's word goes out, this confidence that it doesn't return empty or void. Then when God's word goes out, stuff happens. God works through it. God accomplishes his will through his word. And that that's a comfort to me, that the power isn't in, in what I say or how I say it, just in and of myself. The power is in God working through his word, a God accomplishing things through his word. And so, yeah, our time on KFUO are, isn't wasted. Uh, anytime God's word goes out, God works through it. And that, that's a great comfort to me. And it's an encouragement to me, too. Did you say that was Isaiah 55? Yeah, Isaiah 55, verses 10 and 11. Okay. Yeah. And I think, too, for even for our listeners, if there's a family member, for instance, that maybe doesn't know Christ and that, you know, you've tried to witness to them and share portions of Scripture with them, you know, trust that God's Word is going to work. I trust that God will work through that Word. Uh, it's not dependent upon us to make it work. No, we just share it. Uh, but God can work through His Word and does work through His right. Word. Right, and that's the reference I made early uh, about the invitation to the thirsty is uh, that chapter, and it, it talks about come all who are thirsty, come to the waters, come by and eat. I don't see that as talking about physical thirst. I mean, it could be, but it's also talking about the way I read it, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, it's talking about those who are seeking the knowledge of, of God along with that. Come to us, come to God. Yeah, I, exactly, Gary. You know, God certainly provides our daily bread. Thanks be to God for that, our physical needs. But even more, as we hunger and thirst for righteousness, that God provides for that too. Mm -hmm. I think of Jesus, how he calls himself, live, you know, living water even, you know, and, and springs of living water welling inside of us. Uh, yes, as we come to him, he doesn't leave us unfulfilled, but he gives us what, what we need. And especially in a spiritual sense, right. no doubt about it. He won't turn us away hungry, but he gives us the bread of life. He gives us Jesus Christ, most definitely. Right. And the one, one other thing, you know, as we exit out of Isaiah and into Jeremiah, um, just a, a quick comment about Jeremiah. We read Jeremiah 1 where uh, God calls Jeremiah. Cool words, I think, in chapter 1, verse 5. God says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. And that, that's pretty comforting, I think, hopefully for Jeremiah, I would imagine, that God has chosen him, consecrated him, uh, even before he was formed in the womb. And that's true for us, too. That even before we were formed in the womb, a God has a purpose for us. That God knew us. And what a comfort that is, too. I think those are just beautiful words. So as we read through then Jeremiah, this prophet, uh, we see that, boy, his life is not easy. Uh, people reject the word that he shares. But I wonder if there's times in his life where he fell back on those words 
in chapter one where God says, I knew you before you were even born, (laughs) before you were even conceived, right? I formed you, Jeremiah. And I think for us too, during those frustrations in life, to know that, no, God has formed us. He's got a purpose for us. And even those times where we don't see that clearly, that truth still remains. Uh, because that's who God is. There's a song that we played a lot and I still occasionally play. It was called God Knew Your Name. Yeah, and then a beautiful one. It's written by Pastor LCMS Pastor Jim Likens. Uh, yeah. Larry Carter also recorded it. And it starts out, uh, before the light of day shined on your little face, God knew your name. Yeah, exactly. But God knew our name. Even before the foundation of the world, God <laughs> knew our name. Uh, he made us exactly who he wants us to be. Our life was precious to him. Uh, long before we were born. And again, what a comfort that is for us. And and that God knows our name, not just before we're born, but throughout our whole lives. And even when he calls us by name uh, to our home in heaven, um, and it's because he's called us by name in baptism, we can find comfort in God knowing us fully. What are we reading next week? It would be Jeremiah um, 3? Yeah, chapter 3. Yep, exactly. Jeremiah chapter 3 through chapter 14. Okay. Would you like to lead us in prayer as we wrap up this segment? Sure. Uh, Lord God, we thank you for those beautiful promises that we see in Isaiah. Uh, Promises of one who would suffer and die on our behalf, bearing our iniquity. Lord, help us to uh, rejoice that you kept that promise in your son, Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord, please also give us comfort in knowing that uh, when we speak your word, when we share it with others, that it doesn't return empty, but that you accomplish your will through it. Uh, Make us your instruments on KFUO, as your people, whoever we might be, uh, make us your instruments to share that word with others. And we pray this in Jesus' name, the word made flesh. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Matt. Thank you, Gary. Thanks for having me on. I look forward to talking to you next week. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org, AM 850 here in the St. Louis region.